0: Let's learn a little bit about springs. So let's say I have a spring. Let me let me draw the ground so we we know what what's going on with the spring. So let me say this is the floor. That's the floor, and I have a spring. It's along the floor. I'll use a thicker one just to show it's a spring. Let's say the spring looks something like this. Whoops, I'm still using the line tool. See the spring looks like this. This is my spring. My amazingly drawn spring, and let's say at this end it's attached to a wall. That's a wall. and I know that and and so this is the spring when I don't have any force acting on it. this is just the natural state of the spring, and we could call this we could call this, you know, where it just naturally rests, this tip of the spring. And let's say that when I were to apply a force of, I don't know five Newtons into the spring, it looks something like this. Let me redraw everything. So when I apply a force of 5 newtons, I'll draw the wall in magenta now. When I apply a force of 5 newtons, the spring looks like this. I'm still using the wrong tool. It compresses, right? We're all familiar with this. We sit on a bed every day or a sofa. So let's say it compresses to here. And let me whoops. Okay, so if this was the normal resting, so this is where the spring was when I applied no force, but when I apply five Newtons, so I applied five Newtons in that direction, five Newtons, let's say that this distance right here is, I don't know, let's say that this was ten meters. Ten meters, and so a typical question that you'll see, and, and we'll explain how to do it, is you know a spring compresses or you know uh, elongates when you apply a certain force uh, by some distance. How much will it compress when you apply a different force? So my question is, how much will it compress when I apply a ten newton force? So your intuition that it'll compress more is correct, but is it you know is it uh, linear to to how much I compress it? Is it a square of how much I compress it? Uh, well, how does it relate? I think you probably could guess. It's actually worth an experiment, if, or you could just keep watching the video. So let's say I apply a ten newton force. What will the spring look like? Well, it'll it'll be more compressed, right? Let me draw my force. It's ten newtons. Ten newtons. And if this was the natural place where the spring would rest. What is this distance? Well, it turns out that it is linear. What do I mean by linear? Well, it means that the more the force, uh, it's equally proportional to how much the spring will compress. And it actually, works the other way. If you applied five newtons in this direction to the right, you would have gone ten newton, uh, ten meters in this direction. So it goes whether you're elongating the spring or compressing the spring within some reasonable tolerance. If you, we've all had this experiment uh, experience. If you compress something too much or you stretch it too much it doesn't really go back to where it was before but within some reasonable tolerance it's proportional so what does that mean that means that the restoring force of the spring the restoring force of the spring is minus some number times the displacement of the of the spring so what does this mean so in this example right here what was the displacement of the spring well if we take positive x to the right and negative x to the left the displacement of the spring was what? The displacement in this example right here, x is equal to minus 10, right? Because I went 10 to the left. And so, and so it says that the restor- restorative force is going to be equal to the restorative force is equal, going to be equal to minus k times how much it's distorted times minus 10. So the minuses cancel out. So it equals 10k. What's the restorative force in this example? Well, you might say it's 5 newtons, just because that's the only force I've drawn here. And, and, and you, you would be, to, to, to some degree, correct. And actually, since we're doing positive and negative, and this 5 newton is to the, to the left, so into the negative x direction, I should actually call this minus 5 newtons. And I should call this minus 10 newtons, because obviously these are vectors. And we're going to the left. And I am picked the convention that to the left means negative. So what's the restorative force? Well, in this example, and we assume that k is a positive number for our purposes, in this example, the restorative force is a positive number. So what is the restorative force? So that's actually the force, the counteracting force of the spring. That's what this formula gives us. So if this spring is stationary when I apply this 5 Newton force, that means that there must be another equal and opposite force that's positive 5 Newtons, right? If there weren't, the spring would keep compressing, and if the force was more than five newtons, the spring would go back this way. So the fact that I know that when I apply a five newton force to the left, or a negative five newton force, the spring is no longer moving, it means that there must be, or no longer accelerating. Actually, it means that there must be an equal and opposite force to the right, and that's the restorative force. Another way to think about it is, uh, if I were to let, well, I, I won't, I won't go in there now. So in this case, the restorative force is five newtons. So we can solve for k. We could say five is equal to ten k. Divide both sides by ten. You get k is equal to one half. So now we can use that information to figure out what is the uh, the displacement when I apply ten a negative ten newton force when I push the spring in ten with ten newtons in the leftward direction. So first of all, what's the restorative force here? Well, if the spring is is, is no longer accelerating in either direction, or this tip of the spring is no longer accelerating in either direction, we know that the restorative force must be counterbalancing this force that I'm compressing with. right? The force that the, the spring wants to expand back with is 10 newtons, positive 10 newtons. right? And we know the spring constant, this k for this spring, for this material, whatever it might be, is 1 half. So we know the restorative force is equal to 1 half times times the distance, right? And the formula is minus k. Right? And then what is the restorative force in this example? Why is it it's ten newtons? So we know that ten newtons is equal to minus one half x. And so what is x? Well multiply both sides by minus one half and you get minus twenty. I'm sorry, multiply both sides by minus two, you get minus twenty is equal to x. So it's minus 20. Whoops, minus twenty. So x goes to the left, 20 units. So that's all that it's, it's telling us. And, and this law is called Hooke's Law. And it's named after, I'll, I'll read it, a, a physicist in the 17th century, a British physicist. And he figured out that the amount of force necessary to keep a, a, a spring compressed is proportional to how much you've compressed it. And that's all that this, this formula says, and that negative number Remember, this formula gives us the restorative force. So it says that the force is always in the opposite direction of how much you displace it. So for example, if you were to displace the spring in this direction, if you were to apply a force and x were positive and you were to go in that direction, the force oh wait, sorry, this was where the right, this is where the spring rests. If you were to apply some force and take the spring out to here, this negative number tells us that the spring will essentially try to pull back with the restorative force in the other other direction. So let's do one more problem. And I think this will be clear to you. So let's say I have a spring. And and all of these problems kind of go along. So let's say when I apply a force of 2 newtons. So this is what I apply. When I apply a force of 2 newtons. Well, let's, let's, let's say it this way. Let's say when I stretch the spring. What am I doing? Let's say this is the spring. And when I apply a force of 2 newtons to the right, the spring gets stretched, oh, I don't know. Let's say the spring gets stretched 1 meter. So first of all, let's figure out what k is. So if the spring is stretched uh, by 1 meter out here, its restorative force will be 2 newtons back this way, right? So its restorative force is two newtons. Will equal minus k times how much I displaced it. Now so I displaced it by one meter. So then we get multiply both sides by negative one, and we get k is equal to minus two. So then we could use Hooke's law to know the the equation for this uh, to figure out the restorative force for this particular spring. It would be minus two x. And then I said, well, how much force would I have to apply to distort this spring by 2 meters. Well, it's 2 times 2. It would be 4. 4 newtons to to displace it by 2 meters. And of course, the restorative force will then be in the opposite direction. And that's where we get the negative number. Anyway, I've run out of time. I'll see you in the next video.